Romans, the 12th chapter, verses 1 to 2, the message translation. So here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Bible Before Breakfast, Mildred Kingsley Okonkwo here. If you've ever heard me preach, or you've listened to me consistently, you will know that this is one of the scriptures I love so much. And one of the reasons why I love the scripture is how it places emphasis on the little things the everyday, ordinary things, the things we often take for granted, the things that we pay no attention to. I love the fact that it brings to our attention that God doesn't only want the big things, God wants the little things. God doesn't only want us to focus on the things that we consider grand, those things that we do in church, or those things that we do in public, or those things that we do when everyone is watching. God wants the everyday, ordinary things. And now if you read the scripture in other translations, it may not hit home as much. But the day I discovered it in the Message Bible, I was blown away. It says this is what I want you to do. God helping me. Because oftentimes I hear people say, I don't know what to do and I don't know how to serve God. I don't know how to sing, I don't know how to preach, I don't know how to teach. I don't even have money to give. It says that's not where to start. Where you start is you take your everyday ordinary life. Let's start with every day. Every day is important to God. Not only Sundays, not only Wednesdays or Tuesdays, depending on when, when you go to church. God wants you to give him every single day of your life every day matters every day counts god wants you to see every day as a special day that you give to him the bible says this is the day that the lord has made and if the lord has made the day i think it's only right that we offer back the day to him as a worship seed so it says take your everyday life don't just give me Sundays. Don't give me special occasions. Don't give me Christmas. Don't give me Easter. Give me every day. Don't give me Sundays. Give me every day. So Apostle Paul advises the Roman church. He says, take your everyday, ordinary life. Now he says, don't just focus on the big things. Take the ordinary things. Now someone may say, okay, so I don't know. Where do we draw the line? What's, what's, what do I consider as my ordinary life? So he breaks it down. It says you're sleeping, you're eating, you're going to work and walking around life. Wow. 
can you imagine he wants you to take your sleeping <laughs> now that's weird because i would think that when i'm sleeping shouldn't matter to god i'm sleeping i'm not actively involved in doing anything my eyes are closed i'm resting in fact i'm resting in god and i'm hoping he's watching over me and planning to wake me sometime soon but he says you take it you're sleeping i need to say this for a long time i was guilty of not giving god my sleep maybe i should rephrase that i was guilty of not sleeping and I would even brag about it when people would say, I say, you're not sleeping. I'm like, oh, whatever. We'll sleep when we get to heaven. There's so much work to do. <laughs> Until one day the Holy Spirit said to me, you know, you just might come to heaven sooner than you think. I don't want you here. You're not as useful to me in heaven. I need you on earth. I need you to expand my kingdom on earth. My kingdom is established in heaven. And so I realized that God needs you to rest maybe the word here is sleep but god needs you to rest god needs you to sleep wearing your body thin is not worship to god it doesn't please god in any way it may make you feel important it may make you feel good about yourself it may make you feel like yes i'm driving i'm pushing i'm doing things for god but listen your body was not created to operate without sleep sleep is important sleep is valuable it says take your sleeping see sleep as worship to god and say you know i've done so much today i'm going to shut down my body and sleep in obedience to sabbath god created man and god rested to show us not that he was tired to show us that you need to stop all of the work all of the toil all of the labor and let your body recuperate you need to respect god enough to obey what's written in the manual sleep see sleep as worship and i'm probably seeing all the workaholics rolling their eyes at me and saying hmm, how is sleep worship hmm, pastor m sleep put it before god and it becomes an offering say i'm giving you these hours where i'm not doing anything and i'm letting you do all now let's go back to Genesis and see what happened with Adam. Adam had been working. God had given him so much to do. And then God said, mm, it's not good for this man to be alone. I don't think it makes any sense for this guy to do all of this alone. He's going to break down. It's not going to make any sense. Okay, so I'm adding that breakdown by myself. But you guys get the picture. And so God said, you know, I will make him a helper that is comparable to him. I will make him a helper that is suitable and that can adapt to his needs. I'll make him a help that is meat for him. And so God brought different kinds of animals and he brought him to Adam. And Adam saw them, but there was no suitable helper because he named them other things. And the Bible says that what he called them is what they became. And so God put Adam into a deep sleep. In other words, God said, back off back off let me do this i really believe that one of the things and why we underestimate sleep is we don't understand that sleep is actually a sign of worship it's you saying god you take over i'm done for today it's you actually tagging god and say you know what 
I'm stepping out of the ring, you take over. So it says, take your sleeping, your eating. You need to respect your body enough to be careful about what you put in your body. See what you put in your mouth as an offering to God. Imagine you had a house and someone you really loved gave you that house. Would you wake up in the morning and throw trash in it? Or would you wake up in the morning and keep it clean and arrange it and paint, do repairs, whatever you need to do? Wouldn't you do it because you had respect for that person? It's the same thing. God has given you a house that houses your spirit. Your body houses your spirit. And eating is part of how you take care of that body. So God says, I want your sleeping, your eating, your going to work. Now, I need to bring this to your attention because you may be doing this and doing it unconsciously. You may be going to work and because you don't work in church like I do, because you don't work in a ministry that focuses on doing things for God like I do, you may get to the office and totally shut down the spiritual part of you, totally shut down the Christian in you if you're a Christian. But God wants you to get into that office and still remember that you're an ambassador for him. He wants you to still remember that you can live and stand for him as a representative for all that is righteous and holy. So he says, I want even your going to work life. Don't keep me in church and go to the office. <laughs> Don't keep me in church and go to work. God wants your going to work and your walking around life. In other words, every single thing that you do, every contact you have, every relationship you, you start, everything, you're walking around life, your speech, your thoughts, your actions, God wants everything. And he says, place it before God as an offering. What's an offering? An offering is what you willingly give to God. You're not cajoled, you're not forced. And God says in his word, that he loves a cheerful giver. So in other words, what God is saying is, I want the little things in your life. I want you to be so conscious of the fact that I am your God. And so you take not just the big things, but you give me the little things. The second verse says, embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. And it says to not be so well adjusted to your culture and fit into it without even thinking. And this happens to us a lot. Maybe because the world is throwing so many things at us, it's conditioning us without us even knowing. So we're listening to music and the things that the songs are saying, we're not really thinking about it, but it's entering your subconscious, entering your soul, your mind, your thoughts. You're singing a song consistently. And before you know it, it becomes your reality. I've heard songs that sound amazing until you hear the lyrics and realize that you're confessing these things over yourself. Now, I don't have a problem with music, but I do have a problem with music that makes me say things that are contrary to what God has said about me. So as much as you like that song, be careful. 
don't become so adjusted to the movies that you're watching that you're no longer remembering that you are a child of God and that living for God matters. Now, I don't know about you, but over the last couple of years, one of the things I've realized is that the movies we watch, the series we watch, the stage plays we watch, even the social media accounts that we follow have a way of influencing us so strongly. Have you ever wondered why they're called influencers? It's because they're influencing your culture. They're turning your mind. It says don't focus on them. Don't become so well adjusted that you're not even thinking about what you're doing. A lot of things have become acceptable. Things that we would be repulsed by have become acceptable. And so today I've come to remind you that God wants not just the big things but the little things. So what's my challenge to you today? Get your Bible. And look at the things that God has asked you to focus on. Learn them. Write them down. And make up your mind that you're going to work them into every area of your life. You're sleeping. You're eating. You're going to work and walking around life. Every aspect of your life must be handed over to God. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible before breakfast with Mildred Kingsley Okonkwo.